foot four. Cousins is trying to get it to the end zone. The Hail Mary from Cousins. It's caught! It's Kyle Rudolph for the Viking touchdown! This is Dave, and we join you after a victory over the Detroit Lions and the Vikings <laughs> practically the entire first half off before they decided to show up and play some football. Dude. I have with me <laughs> my buddies. Mr. Ted Glover and Mr. Drew Bunting. How you doing, Drew? Jesus. How many? What's your beer count today? 40? Seven. Holy shit. Have a holly jolly brewski and wear your fucking Santa's hat. Absolutely. Oh hey, Ted DiBiase and Jim the Adful Stefano. <laughs> dude, up, dude, you look like you're trying out uh, for a part <laughs> in the movie. Bad Santa too. <laughs> well, that may very well may be too. But, but I want to wish all our listeners, all our watchers, and awesome. all the people that follow Good Morning Gallahorn and Climbing the Pocket Network the very merriest of Christmases and happy holidays. And I hope that everything is going well. You're happy with family being there. You have that great wild uncle. Everything is amusing, <laughs> and you don't have <laughs> spoiling your holiday. You're, Merry you're the, Christmas, Dave, Dave. You're the wild uncle, aren't you? Yeah, he's. Oh, a, I try to be. <laughs> what's that guy that's emptying the RV on vacation? What's his Eddie? name? Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Yeah, he's cousin <laughs> Eddie all the way. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all. And to the Lions, good night. Yeah. yeah. Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you have a good good and happy and a healthy uh, holiday season. Hey, Ted, it only yeah. took us to the four-minute mark of the second quarter to get a first down. <laughs> you know, they went, what, 0-3 on their first four offensive possessions? Uh, it was horrible. It can't even look anything worse. It can't get any worse than that, dude. It's like. It couldn't. If you tried to script it to be worse, you couldn't. I mean, they won 27 or actually what, 30 to nine? Did they hit another field goal at the end? No, it was sort of, 27 I, to nine. I sort of switched over to the Texans Eagles game because this Vikings game was kind of in hand. Um, you know, even with the win, this is stupid. This is so stupid to say because it was a big and important win. Sure. Um, and it got it got Mike Zimmer to 500 against the Lions since he became coach, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Um, but it it doesn't feel. For like like two minutes, it felt like a win until the Eagles came back and beat Houston. I mean, I, I I'm sorry. The fatalist in me says they got to play the Vikings, have to play the Bears at home, uh, and the Eagles get to play the Washington Redskins. Right. It doesn't see it's a favorable matchup next week. I'm not. I'm not. 
feeling it right now. Maybe I will by Wednesday, but right now I'm not feeling it. You know what? You're not being a buzzkill. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly what me and uh, Dave were talking about before you chimed in, before we hooked up with the show here. Well, maybe the Bears don't have to play for nothing, and they're throwing in their third and fourth stringers. Oh, which means it'll still be tied in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll come down to it'll be it'll be the Bears playing their their preseason and practice squad guys, God. and Bailey Bailey have to kick a forty five yard field goal to send it into overtime. Does that not prove that we are the most bipolar team you've ever seen? That yeah. that game right there. Look at Absolutely. that game right there. I will say once once they hit Rudolph with that hail mary, the the complexion <laughs> of that game completely changed. It did. I mean, it shouldn't it shouldn't have come down to needing a hail mary to get the offense going. It shouldn't have. I, so, I mean, that's speaking that's, of which, when was the last time we had a hail mary like that? Hassan Jones against the Saints, eighty-seven playoffs. Yeah, and who provided us that information? But True. Tony. The machine. Bell is his last name. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Bell. Tony the machine. Encyclopedia. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, yep. I mean, we got it. We got him on that clever call. We put him right where we wanted him to. We suckered him right into that Hail Mary. <laughs> and up until that point, it was another terrible two-minute drive. Hey, you it know was. what? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. For a Hail Mary, that was a pretty clean grab, though. Usually, was, the, oh, yeah. This is all went up and snagged. No, they're sucker. usually like tipped in the air, and this guy, this guy climbs over this guy, and then it's tipped again. Then it goes off this guy's helmet. Then it right before, you know, this was just jump up, catch it, and okay, let's go into halftime winning. You know, if, if I was the Lions, you know, we talked about the Vikings hiring a kicking coach. If I was the Lions, I would hire a guy that does is nothing but the Hail Mary coach. They can't, <laughs> they can't defend a Hail Mary to save their life. Oh, it's funny. They, they show the camera on Matt Patricia like two minutes before that, and he had this big grin on his face. And then they showed him after that play, and it's like the grin just slid right down the crack of his <laughs> was It was like, I don't know. How are we winning 14-9 to nine at that point? It's like, what? I don't know. Well, I will. I will tell you why the the defense. Although they had a couple, two or three untimely penalties that kept drives alive, that allowed Matt Prater to kick a couple field goals. Um, they really played for the most part for being on the field as much as they were in the first half. Oh yeah, they played really. They played really good football. Defense saved considered. their ass again in the first half. Yeah. Hundred percent save their ass. Any, we're not playing the Lions. We're probably down twenty-seven to nothing or something. Oh yeah. I mean, oh for sure. Yeah. We only had like three minutes and some odd seconds up until that point worth of offensive production. I mean, it was overwhelmingly. You know, you know, David. You talk about oh, last time we last time we had a hail mary. When's the last time we played Detroit twice in the regular season and held them without a touchdown? Because that is what happened. They only have that is a good question. Where's, and where's our viewers you should it. be able to answer that. Yeah, the first time we beat them 24-9, then we beat them 27-9. So I can't remember I can't remember the last time they didn't muster up a touchdown, but yeah, to to go back to the original point, it's this team is bread and buttered on the defense still. I mean, it's all about the defense. Yep. Without a doubt. You're expecting the offense to carry us from the opening kickoff, it's going to be I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I defer to you guys. I don't know what it is, uh, but to start these games, it's really bad. I mean, it's you can say we didn't ahead, do it. Against, we didn't do it against the Dolphins, but 
you know, if I was at the press conference and I asked Zimmer that and he says, well, how'd that Dolphin game start? I'd say, yeah, that's one out of the last 50. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and this is kind of what worries me about going into the playoffs, assuming the Vikings get that far. Right. Um, if they have that kind of slow start against a playoff team, whether it's oh, whether it's the Bears or the Cowboys, it doesn't matter who. If they start off with four three and outs, and the defense, you know, has a couple of those illegal contact penalties that extend drives, good teams are going to take advantage of that. I mean, they were fortunate it was Alliance that was only nine and nothing. They, I think we, you said, Drew, that they they'd have been down. I think at least seventeen nothing against a good oh, team. And, a and good you do, team, man, it could have been twenty one nothing. And, and you do that on the road in the playoffs, you're not coming back from that. You're just what not. is the problem with this? It's not even a slow start. It's like, it's like stoned start. They're all high no, or something. It's, it's terrible. Sleepwalking start. It's ridiculous. No, at least sleepwalking, you're walking. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> it's yeah. man, it's, it's so it's so it's torture to sit through and watch, and it makes you think, what have they been doing all week, Ted? I mean, oh. Well, Pulled out the JDF playbook. Let's do this. Oh, that's what it looked like for most of the first half. And you were wondering, what the f is going on? Pardon my language. And it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was aggravating to watch. But I will say, you know, they got that touchdown. And I thought when they got the ball back before the, the Hail Mary, I thought, you know, heck, if they could, if they could do something here and at least get a field goal. And and even if they can't make a field goal, just being down nine seven was a win, all things considered. And then they hit that hail mary, and you could just tell. Um, I the Drew, you said you you mute the 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 TV announcers. The the sideline reporter mentioned something, said something, and I, I can't remember the exact quote, but but it was the effect that yeah, this this whole offensive, the whole sideline for the Vikings just looked like they were in a you know listless or whatever, and then. Once Rudolph hit that Hail Mary, it completely changed that attitude and outlook of the team, which wow. I agree. It absolutely did. Wow, that's that's good. Yeah, I don't listen to it with a volume. That's good knowledge to know. I mean, that's good to hear. Uh, it's almost like if we had a clip of Zimmer with a Christmas hat on saying, I may give you guys a win, but you Viking fans won't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my thing. It's like, fuck, I can't enjoy something. I mean, I want to enjoy the whole game. What? Why? Why does a team with a playoff spot potentially on the line come out and play so horribly to start a game? I have I have no clue. I can't answer. You that. tell me why. That makes no sense whatsoever. That's the what's it called? Sixty-four million dollar question, right there. Yeah. <laughs> How about the eighty-four million dollar question? <laughs> I kind of played a good game. I mean, once they hit that hail mary, I thought he played a very good. Point ball over didn't have one turnover today and we no, didn't get and, and he went over four thousand yards for the season which will have Stephen england absolutely you know what you know what else he did he tied teddy bridgewater's Joints. career touchdowns <laughs> <laughs> you funny, funny 28 28 touchdowns today he hit 28 and that's what uh -huh. teddy had uh -huh. So, so I mean he's I mean, had a good season, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just it's it's rough, it's rough to watch when when they and you know when they're starting out slow, it's like that you just you just don't ever feel like they'll get into a rhythm either. Like not when when they're going slow, nothing works. Usually if a team is struggling, at least something is working. You know, they, they can complete a pass, they can right. run for at least four or five yards, 
and and just you know they just kind of out of sync and and not even nothing nothing was working. Yeah, and I don't I don't have I don't have that really high confidence feeling with Cousins in there either. He's our quarterback. I support him and root for him, but I, I still I, I was waiting for a turnover to pick six or something today. I was kind of happy he didn't do it, but. I don't know. I just don't feel that overwhelming sense of confidence. Like, yeah, it's going to lead us down to a touchdown. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I'm just gun shy from the whole thing. But the first quarter was yeah, bizarre. But you are gun shy for a reason. And it is well deserved. Because we have seen that over this season. That disappointment awaits around every snap. And it shouldn't. We should be better than that. And the defense, you know, I got to hand it to the defense. They had some – some of those calls were pretty iffy on the secondary. Um, yeah, they and, were. And they're calling those wide receiver holding calls that are calling back big plays. And I see Diggs get tackled in the secondary and there's no call. It's really sketchy. But, you know, I'm not one to hang a game on the officiating, but you, you kind of – the, de- the defense got through it. The defense got through it. And they held, they bent, but they didn't break. And they – I like our de- – I think our defense is strong. And, again, we didn't get any turnover, so they earned it. They earned it that much more. And well, I thought the referee calling was absolutely horrible, especially with the illegal touching. It was, you're allowed to touch somebody within the first five yards, and they were calling it within the first five yards, which was wrong. Yeah, I just overall, I'm glad we played the Lions. But how many weeks can you say that? Not for much longer. <laughs> yeah, it's a Bears. They do that against the Bears next week. It's going to get ugly early at U.S. Bank Stadium. Now... Speaking of against the Bears next week, the Grand Poobah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates, suggests or hints at that that game will at least be at the 425 Eastern time start, that they'll move it up into the afternoon start. I hope that's not the case. I prefer the noon central. But we know it could Means be get drink like Stephen more than that. And that's not good for the Vikings. It's too long for you to wait to get alcohol in you, too. So I understand Absolutely. where you're coming from. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Trust me, brother. I've been drinking all day, and I'm almost done with this. Well, time. you know, a couple weeks ago I said part of the Vikings' problem is we haven't started at my time at 10 a.m., and I have a regimented schedule. I do with my coffee. And look, at we have we won the last two weeks, and we started at 10 a.m. So I just assume keep it the same. Exactly right. And if they are on that schedule, you don't have to worry about their circadian rhythms like I've talked about before. They're used to playing at that schedule, and they normally win. Yeah, it's going to be, depending on how the Bears game plays out this afternoon, it's going to be, see, you know, we're going to have to win to probably get in. So we'll see. Yeah. And Tell can tell you about circadian rhythms and flight crews. Uh, nobody uh, cares. Nobody cares. There we go. Um, the Vikings The Bam. Vikings definitely have to win to get in. I mean, I, I just, I, I hate, I, I hate that we're down to, to week 17 and a team that we thought, what's going to be on the short list, short list to go to the Super Bowl is is in this in this situation they find themselves in. I mean, yeah, they control their own destiny, and yeah, it's, they got a home game against the Bears, but, man, they should have clinched a playoff spot two or three weeks ago. This this should have been maybe for playoff seating or, or something, but it's just, you know, even wins are just frustrating. And, and it's – That's right. I You know, I – 
even if they do get to the playoffs, I think I mentioned, I just, I, I just, the way the offense is so schizophrenic, I'm having a hard time seeing a path forward to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think the defense is legit good. I, I think the defense can shut that down. But, I, I mean, unless the offense figures out some consistency fast, man, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have no. to agree. I mean, last year at this time we were going in, we were feeling really good about the team. Overall. Yeah. We were looking like, you know, we could go in and beat anybody. Right now it feels yeah. like hanging on by a thread feeling. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any faith in the offense is going to blow doors on anybody. It's 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 very well. They gotta they got to dispense of their poor what? play, right? Throw it away, throw away those mistakes, throw away those turnovers, and go balls to the walls like we know they can do. It's, it's, Look it's, they do that combined with our defense, they can go the entire way. Well, it's the end of the season, dude. You can't what? At, at what hey, point? Maybe it's a timing thing, <laughs> and it's coming up at the end of the season that they are getting good, and that may be work for us. You call? No, I can only hope. I'm looking at the positive side of this. Yeah, you, you're not. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's positive. I'll give you that. Crystal ball. But like hey, and Santa's going to bring me a new iMac Pro. Come Tuesday, Santa, Santa's going to bring you a ticket to AA. Is what Santa's going to bring you? As <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield would say, "And back to school, where are you building this fantasy land?" <laughs> I mean, Dave, at what point is do you think this is what it is? I mean, we're we're in the we're going in the last game of the season, and the Vikings' offense is still doing stuff they were doing in Week One. Yeah, it's not any different. I, I mean, can only hope. That's it. Hope. You know. Hope is eternal. Hope is eternal. You got that right. I can only hope because the logical mind side of me tells me no way. Can we, right? Can we but I can only hope that for some silly reason, all the stars align, everything works, and the offense gets their stuff squared away. And then goes on absolutely no mistakes, and runs up scores as the defense does their things. Uh, but mean, it's only can... a hope. It's only a wish. It is only a dear Santa. May I have this, please? My, my dad used to tell me, "Son, why don't you open up both hands, <laughs> hope in one of them, and crap in the other, and see which one fills up first." <laughs> There's our show starter right there. <laughs> That's because Don was right. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm probably I, I don't mean to come across as a Debbie Downer. It was a good win. They needed to win. Um, I I I actually believe at, at home they'll have a decent chance against the Bears. I'm still not sold on Mitch Trubisky. Um, just you know, I, I just look at this team and how they played this year, and I, I look at all the repetitive mistakes they make. And I, I just, you know, may, do they have the talent to go on a run? Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, they yeah, absolutely yeah. do. But, but will they? I, I mean, I'm just skeptical right now. And we all have hope. I mean, it might help if we had hope solo on the show. I mean, that probably help. <laughs> that probably help me. But, but let, let's look at let's look at when the smoke clears, guys. The offensive line isn't very good. No. So we're, we're that that's something that's we all know is going to have to be addressed next season if we want to get. I mean, we have. 
really, really good skilled guys, and I think Cousins can get it done, but the offensive line is just marginal. So we're going to have to go the rest of the way with what we got at the offensive line. So I would really – it's it kind of is what it is, and you hope your defense the, – the, the icing on the cake for me is that we have a really good – when you win games like this defensively and you're not getting turnovers, that means your defense is really, really good. Because yeah. A lot right, of times, even with injuries, because Rhodes went out, Wayne's went out, and we were left with at one point in time where we had Hill and Alexander as the outside corners and curses the nickel, and they still did well. I'll, I'll tell you right now, Holton Hill is better than Mackenzie Alexander, who is better than Xavier Rhodes right now today. On the who, Minnesota Vikings. Who called Holton Hill, Holton Hill back in April and said, that guy's going to be dynamite this year? Who was that? We'll find out who that was. Was that Dave? No. <laughs> Dave, Dave doesn't know Holton Hill from fucking Faith Hill back in April. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll take Faith Hill no, any I, day of the week. I, I followed him in uh, the draft thing, and I was pretty pretty much a Holton Hill fan even before we took him as an undrafted guy. But the point the point is, when you win the game 27-9, to you're getting four turnovers. That's kind of like fake patting yourself on the back. But when you're winning those games and not getting any turnovers, that means your defense is really, really doing it on their own. I mean, to me, you're not yeah. getting any help and they're still doing it. So that is a sign of, I mean, just think what this defense can do if they're getting two or three turnovers. That's two or three more possessions that you're trying to give the pathetic offense to put another field goal up. But Well, that, I, I mean, I will say, and, and I, I will give credit to the offense, and from that Hail Mary on, well, they had that late, second quarter touchdown as well but from that digs touchdown through the rest of the game they played really good football my my only concern is they can't start off that slow against the bears next week or moving forward if they get far they, if they get farther they just they just can't i i mean and that's yeah. uh, they have and and we've seen they have the ability they definitely have the ability to to play very good football uh, and get into a rhythm and make things happen. I, I just why they aren't is just baffling to me. You know, man. you know, could it be this, Ted? I mean, when they start off a game, when they start, off, I understand being locked inside your own five. You're kind of limited on your play calling, and you're kind of playing. You know, that that came out the way I thought it was going to come out. The Vikings, the first three or four drives, are they playing a little too protective or too too conservative? Do you think they don't they don't seem to be attacking? They're like waiting for the game to unfold instead of. Throwing the first punch. That's what I feel like. I I, I I think that's a very good observation. Yeah. I mean, yes. that, that first drive, I really wasn't too concerned. I mean, you're on your one. You don't want to you don't want to cough up the ball that deep in your own territory. But from there on, I mean, yeah, they were on their own nine or ten. They didn't have great field position. But when you have guys like Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, you throw a couple 15-yard hitch or out patterns and and buddy, you got a first down and you got breathing room. And, and they weren't doing that. They just I don't know what they were doing, man. It was frustrating. It was just frustrating. And what they weren't doing in the first half, they were doing very well in the second half. It, it, seemed, like, it seemed like over and over the, throughout an entire game, it's playing not to lose rather than attacking. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I agree with that 100%. I don't feel any kind of uh, – I mean, I see other game, other teams play, and it feels like they're trying to attack you all the time. And I don't see that with the Vikings. It's very strange. It's 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 – I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Turn. It's weird. I don't get it. But you're right. We go into the first quarter in the playoffs playing like that. There won't be a second and third quarter because we'll all be out doing something else. Yeah. 
Speaking of doing something else. <laughs> we have the holidays coming up. Obviously, Tuesday is Christmas. Any plans for you guys? Drew, have you got anything special? No, I don't. Not really anything special. Just do some stuff with uh, Levi. Because Christmas is all about the kids, but uh, I'm not I'm not doing any really anything special. You got Levi anything special? Any Vikings gear? Yes, we got him a bunch of Vikings. He's got he's he's, he's got enough toys to last him till he's 112. I mean, he's got <laughs> a lot of, he's got a lot of playing to do to make up for uh, all the time. But it's really about him this year. I mean that that was my that was my Christmas present back in July, and it's been my Christmas present the whole year having Levi in my life. So, ain't it great having a grandkid? Oh man, it's fantastic! I love it. But we don't have—we're not going out of town or doing anything like that. Ruby's taking a couple of weeks off, which is which is good. Uh, she'll have some time off from work, but um, I don't know. I'm just hanging out at home. <laughs> That's cool. I'm a homebody though. I don't go out and do stuff anymore. Speaking of grandkids, one who has us beat by three to one, Ted. What have you got going on Tuesday? Uh, we got uh, one one of the grandsons is is with his dad, so he won't be with us unfortunately. Uh, but the other the other two, the other uh, all the kids and and the other two grandkids will be spending the night Christmas Eve and wake up Christmas morning like we've been doing the last couple of years, sort of become our tradition. Um, got the uh, Santa train around the tree, going going through present pass and Barkle Lounger Bend. Uh-huh, meow, meow. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's so yeah. Well, they're gonna have a good Christmas, so we'll we'll all be together. Nice. Has Mrs. Purple Buckeye picked out the wine for oh, Christmas meal? I'm sure she has. She's been probably thinking about that for weeks. <laughs> are you cooking the Christmas meal, or is she? No, I, uh, she's gonna do uh, like mashed potatoes, and each one of our yeah other, other kids will do a, a side dish, and then I'm gonna be frying a uh, be frying a turkey. Woo! Good plan, dude. Drew, what is your main dish for the uh, day? Whatever I ordered somebody to bring me. <laughs> we don't cook anything. We're going to sit around and order stuff. I, I well, don't know. I will be for my conglomerate of a family here. Besides giving presents to Little Salem, I will be cooking the ham. Because Christmas is for pork. Baby, if you can't <laughs> afford that prime rib, pork is the next best thing. Man, that, give me have got to give me some pig. Let it be law, right there. Let Done. Good job, David Stefano. David Stefano cooking ham and sipping on the eggnog and whiskey. Man, I wish I was there to hang out with you. I'd be hey, <laughs> my grandfather Yost, best whiskey recipe in the world. Yost from uh, yes, Yost. Fielding Yost? Oh, oh God! No, stop, stop, stop! Yeah, Fielding Yost. Four Roses whiskey, baby. Fielding Yost. Best. Oh my God! I did. Sorry, Ted. I didn't mean to lead into this. Uh, you, you're not sorry. That's okay. Fielding Yost. Hey. After this, we go into week seventeen. Hopefully, all trying to digest our Christmas meals. And after a Christmas holiday, we go into Chicago. Hopefully, beat them. And Chicago. We will have some college football games. Hey, look at this. In which Ohio State is in a, in a playoff. Well, in a. No, Rose Bowl. 
Rose Bowl uh, against Washington. Playoff. Come on, Dave. Michigan is in, in playoff. Well, never mind. They're not in any game. Michigan's in a late. Michigan's in a late December meaningless bowl. Bro, uh, they play the, like always. the same fucking bowl thing as Ohio State. What are you talking about? Ohio State plays on New Year's Day, man, and the uh, granddaddy of them all. <laughs> For what? They're not in the playoffs. Michigan's not in the play. If you don't make the playoffs, it's, hey, look who walked in. It's Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Hey, <laughs> come on, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, good game today. Hey, can you believe those fucking officials? I didn't hold anybody. Oh, I know. Hey, they were terrible, weren't they? Did Stephon Diggs make over 1,000 yards today? Yeah. Uh, a thousand yards in one game? No, he did not. <laughs> one game <before> the season. <laughs> yeah, he did a couple weeks ago. Where you been, man? No, Diggs, not Theo. Oh, Diggs, Diggs. Oh, uh, I don't know. He's close. He was like at eight. He's got to be like it. He's got to be over nine hundred. How about nine. Rooney today? Holy shit! Heck of a game. He looks like George Kittle. Twenty-two yards or whatever. Two touchdowns. That's yeah. got to be his best game easily all year. Maybe in the last couple of years. Who is he like? George Kittle. No, he's nothing like George Kittle. Come on, no. dude. Oh, hey, I was, George, hey, you, some of those, you those, blew it. Hey, some of those kit, some of those catches that Rudy had in the flat, Kittle would have taken up for thirty yards, easy. Yeah, he would have. I mean, mm-hmm. if you could cut the piano off Kyle Rudolph's back, he'd be a hell of a yards after catch guy. But right, I'm Diggs, Diggs had nine sixty four going into today. Right. Oh, he got he got it then, didn't he? They're close. Uh, here, uh, hang on. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. Uh, uh, <laughs> here we go. Hang on. We should not be singing Christmas carols at this point. No, we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Why not? See. It's that time of year, baby. Have a holly, holly Christmas. And I guess you know by now. We're going to play the Bears next week. I don't have anything that rhymes. Diggs only had 10 yards receiving today. What? Oh. No way. Who catches for 10 yards? Fuck, he had more at holding calls than that. <laughs> so he is at, what, the 972? Ooh. Yeah, he'll get it. They'll make sure he gets it next week. Speaking of Nine, what, at what 964, 974. What did you think of Chris Carter's leading what? of Adam Thielen in the Who's the Best duo in Viking is? I don't listen to anything. I don't even know what they're talking. What did he say? That his duos. I mean, Carter and Moss are probably still on top, aren't they? Well, Adam Thielen said, "No, I've watched too much Vikings history to know better." To have you set me up like this? Sure, I mean, and didn't answer it because obviously Carter Moss is it, and before that, Carter Reed. They're they're both tremendous tandems or duos or whatever you want to call it in between. I mean, they both have a lot to be said. Uh, top four in Viking history. Yeah, it's just. I mean, but Rashad, it was fun. Sammy White were no scrubs either, and you got to remember they weren't getting a lot of passes their way either. Right, but Thielen was smart enough to know he was being set up, which I appreciate. He's a smart dude. It's always better to win than lose. I mean, uh, that, that we at least we didn't. At least we're not sitting here having to talk about losing this game twenty to sixteen or something. I mean, come on. <sighs> It was looking that way for a while too, wasn't uh, it? it? Just it yeah, it, it doesn't. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to ratchet it up. And I know Dave talks about the hope and everything, but fuck, if you got a crystal ball or a genie lamp, you better start rubbing that son of a bitch because it's. Hey, I'm in that, the 
Is that, is, that you, is that a euphemism or not? That's hope. I was thinking of Hope Solo again. Sorry. Got the Hope Solo on my mind. Hey, to wrap this puppy up, hey, you got anything to say? I say meow, meow, Viking cow. Merry Christmas to everybody. We're going to the fucking playoffs, and you better bet your bottom dollar that the devil went down to Georgia and he's looking for a soul to steal. And I didn't know your name was Ted. <laughs> Ted, oh, Ted, have you got anything? Uh, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. Uh, Hopefully the Vikings are going to win next week. I'm telling you, if, if they if they win next week and get in the playoffs, they're going to win at least one playoff game. That's hey, a spicy hot take. That. We'll take the spicy hot take before we even have the spicy hot take. Hey, Drew. So, yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas, Merry, guys. Merry Christmas to you guys, too. Vikings win. Vikings win. Mix and drink. You need more beer. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> baby. Absolutely. You're right, not. Guys.